Come as that dove that settled on Jesus and bring the same message, Father, tonight that we are loved by you and that you're pleased with us. And now it's time to find our purpose, just as Jesus found his purpose from the ancient text of Isaiah. Lord, may your word come alive and our hearts stir and our determination rise up. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. There is a, a wonderful story that illustrates the significance and meaning of baptism and confirmation. And the story is a true story. Uh, Einstein, the great scientist, was on a train and the conductor was coming down the aisle towards him uh, to collect his ticket. And as he approached Einstein, Einstein started to do what we do when we lose things. Went in this pocket and then this pocket and then that pocket. And uh, uh, the conductor sped up to him and said, look, it's okay. I know who you are. Uh, and I know that you would have bought a ticket, so don't worry about it. So he managed to calm uh, Einstein down, and Einstein sat back down, and the conductor got to the end of the, the aisle and took one look back to see this amazing man who he'd just had this encounter with. And I Einstein was up on his feet, looking under his seat. So the conductor swiveled around, marched back to, to Einstein and said, look, I know that you're Albert Einstein and you don't need a ticket in my train. And Einstein said to him, you know I'm Albert Einstein. I know that I'm Albert Einstein, but unless I find that ticket, I won't know where I'm going. Having, knowing your name helps, and that's what baptism is. And knowing where you're going is confirmation, and that's pretty important. And we see that so beautifully illustrated in Luke 4. Jesus gets an identity and a significance. When the dove comes down and settles on him, the dove... The voice from heaven says, this is my beloved son. That's the best identity you can get, knowing that you're God's son or daughter. In whom I'm well pleased. Well, that's significance, having something special about yourself. That's what gives you traction in life. But if you don't know where you're going, you won't have any influence. 
or at least you won't have influence in the direction you were meant to have it. And so getting clear on your calling is such an important thing. And some of you who've got white hair, a bit like this, are saying, ah, yeah, that's for the young guys and the young girls. It's not. I need to know what my calling is as of January the 1st this year when I retired. Not that I'm any less busy, but I need to know what, what my ticket is for retirement. I need to know what the destination of these years are. Because if I don't know where I'm headed, I certainly won't get there. Uh, it reminds me of uh, another story. Um, a man was driving down the road, and um, he he passed this barn, and on the barn were these wonderful bullseyes, concentric circles, and in the center of the, um, the bullseye were all these arrows. And he was so impressed, he stopped his car and went in to find the, 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 the owner of the barn and said, I just want to say, you know, I commend your marksmanship. It's absolutely amazing. And the guy said, well, you know, I'm not really a very good marksman. I fire them, fire them at the barn, and then I paint the circles around where they land. That's how some of you are doing life. You paint the circles around where you arrive and say, well, this must be right. That's not the Christian life. And confirmation is... Two things, it is confirming your faith or other people's faith if it was made on your behalf um, and conferring on of the Holy Spirit. Now, why is the conferring on of the Holy Spirit so important? Well, it has everything to do with your identity because if you know that you've been filled with the Spirit, you know who you are. You're the temple of the Spirit. So you know what to expect in life. That is, God will fill, your, fill you and flow through you and minister to others through his powerful Spirit working even in us. That's the dunamis, the dynamite, the, the power of the Christian life is knowing that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Well, you'll only ever really know that if you, if you have an, ex, an encounter with the Spirit. And uh, biblically, that was almost exclusively through the laying on of hands. We know that the Spirit's not limited to the laying on of hands, but we know in the New Testament, whenever people had hands laid on them, they received the most wonderful things. And they knew that they were filled with the Spirit. They knew that they were a temple for God. One of the privileges I've had over the last 12 years of being a bishop in Western Canada has been doing confirmation. It's a funny thing. When I became a bishop, I thought the last thing I want to do is do confirmation all the time. That would be so boring. And then I discovered this was the perfect way to listen to God and hear words and see pictures for people as I pray for them. 
And now I go back to churches where I was were 12 years ago, and people will come up to me and say, you remember the word that God spoke through you at my confirmation? And I'm thinking, well, actually, I have no idea. <laughs> because there have been a few of them, <laughs> quite a few of them. And my memory is not that good now. But, but what I do know is that, yes, that did happen, and that that was a life-changing moment um, when the old bishop heard from God. I mean, that's pretty neat. Um, you don't expect that, really, um, uh, either because of age or because of ecclesiastical office, both, really. Um, so today, we get to listen to God. I get to listen to God, and, and I'm going to invite each of the candidates to come and see me to get their confirmation certificate, which I will sign because I was too late to sign it before I arrived. Um, and when I give you your certificate, I will give you what I heard from God when I was laying hands on you. Uh, but this is not a participative, this is not a um, spectator activity. Those of you who are not being confirmed don't get to sit there and do nothing. You get to sit there and listen to God for these people and then go see them afterwards and say, I think God was saying this. Now, in the Anglican church that I come from, the Anglican network, um, they're a bit nervous about words from God, and so we have to give them help. So what I do is um, I I give out cards on which you can write down what you've heard. Uh, but I didn't think that was necessary here. Um, because I think you are more comfortable hearing from God. Um, and, and then I'll say, now, uh, give the cards to the rector so the rector can give them to the candidate having decided which ones were crazy and which ones were from God. And the rectors love that because they want to be in control, you see. And also because they think there might be crazy words. Oh, only, if only there were so many words from God that one or two were crazy. Wouldn't that be a problem? The problem is not no word from God. So let's put that right tonight. Let's listen to God and let's let's trust that we are the temple of the Spirit and he's going to flow through us and we're going to hear him and that people's lives will be changed by the words that God speaks to them tonight and the anointing that they receive will give them clarity about where they're called by God. So know who you are, know your name, named by God, significant to God, and know where you're headed in the power of the Spirit. Amen.